Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about the power of rock. But before we jump into all that, let's get into our usual weekly update. So I'm still over here in France. We're having some um, spectacular weather. The uh, forecast is uh, set to change, though. It's supposed to get uh, rainy and a bit cooler, so it's going to start feeling a bit more like English weather um soon so uh we're, ha- we're making the most of the good weather getting out i'm getting out on some spectacular runs um love running out here in the countryside um it's very rural so there's no light pollution um so the routes uh, are awesome i'm doing six seven miles now uh three or four times a week which is lovely so getting back into a really good routine um and enjoying it and snow's out running with me she's she's super excited and, and loves running out here as well uh we see lots of deer and stuff um in, in the evenings uh loads of cows and donkeys in the fields as well so we pass all those as well so uh really cool routes and uh, really enjoying our our time out here hopefully you guys are having a great time where you are. Hopefully you uh, are getting some stuff done, getting uh, those goals wrapped up, uh, ready for the end of the year. If those that's the time frame we're aiming for, we, think we, we often tend to fall into the cycle of goal settings in the uh, calendar year. So uh, we're coming up to the end of, end of this year now. The, the year's flown by, hasn't it? So we've had, uh, it's, been a ch- it's been a challenging couple of years in fact, with so many changes um, going on. So it's been really tough. So um, maybe it's time to start kind of looking at our goals and objectives and seeing what we need to kind of adjust um, for next year. And, you know, have we, have we met goals and the objectives that we had set ourselves at the beginning of this period? Um, how, how has that gone? You know, uh, I'd be amazed if uh, we've achieved all of our goals and targets because things change so radically throughout the year, right? So indeed, our goals and objectives may have changed as we've um, gone through the year, progressed through the year, they may have changed. So, um, and that's, that's good as well. So, uh, maybe it's just time to start thinking about, um, uh, reflecting back on the year, how we've performed, how we've achieved, uh, have we achieved what we wanted to achieve? Have we achieved, uh, the level that we wanted to achieve? Um, just start thinking about that. You know, I, t- I don't tend to do it for another couple of weeks until, I tend to do it between Christmas and New Year's, but I start kind of thinking about it so that I've got that stuff in the back of my mind. So let's jump into today's topic. So it's called The Power of Rock, um, and and it's kind of a very loose title. Uh, So, excuse me, this week um, I watched um, a film called School of Rock. It's it's an old film. I think it's uh, quite a few years old from 2008, 2009, something like that, I think. Um, it's an old classic. People who know me, I'm, I'm guilty. I like a, the occasional musical. So uh, my favourites are Moulin Rouge and Chicago. Love those. Um, the full jazz band in Chicago. I've seen that live. It was awesome. Um, but I love watching them as well. So uh, just rewatch The School of Rock. I, I can't tend to cycle myself through most of the musicals throughout the year. Um, but it's a good film and, and it's got some really good things in it. Now, there's the obvious, um, you know, talking about the power of rock, there's obviously something about music. And I think uh, for a lot of people, music means a lot of different things. And a lot of people, uh, myself included, I use music to relax. I can use mu- uh, music to get myself G'd up, to get myself pumped up, to get myself in the right mindset for something. You know, when I'm running, I often listen to music. Um, sometimes I listen to podcasts, but I often listen to music when I'm running, especially when I'm doing events. So when I did the Swansea half marathon a few weeks ago or a month or so ago now, however long ago it was, you know, I listen to my music and quite often when I'm running, I'll be singing along 
as I'm running now, whether I'm singing internally or whether I'm singing out loud, I do both. Um, if I'm singing, if I'm, I only ever sing out loud if I'm running by myself, because uh, I'm a terrible singer, but I do enjoy it. And, and if I'm listening to the right music, it can get me um, in, in in a really great mood and a really great place and fit, make myself feel quite energetic. Um, and equally, if I'm in a more of a somber mood, I can listen to uh, music that chills me out, that kind of um, lets me cool down. Um, so, so music has can have some different effects depending on what, what it is I'm listening to and how I'm listening to it. So the power of rock, therefore, or, or whatever music you enjoy, um, I'm just using rock as a metaphor, um, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, if you like classical music, listen to classical music. If you like rap and hip hop, listen to that stuff. If you like folk, listen to that stuff. Whatever you like, use the music that you like. Um, and, and again, like I say, I use different musics depending on how I'm feeling or what I'm trying to achieve. So music really does have an effective power to improve my performance or help me wind down at the end of the day, um, which is really useful and really helpful. So, so that is the power of music and, and it's, it's a phenomenal thing. So, and, and, you know, we, we're in the day and age where music fits in our pocket. You know, I, I play a lot of my music from my iPhone when I'm running or I have it downloaded to my watch, um, depending on where I'm running or how far I'm running, whether I've got my phone on me or not. Um, but I've got it available at all times to me, even when I'm running races. I quite often um, will have a, a music device on me, whether it's like I say, whether it's my phone or my watch, and I'll have my headphones in my pocket. Um, and then, as because towards the beginning, you need to listen to the briefings and everything. And then, as you get going, and while you're around uh, lots of people at the start line, you kind of want to be paying attention to what's going on around you because there's a lot of people usually at those start lines. And then, once you start to thin out a little bit, I tend to get my headphone out uh, and whack it in. I only ever live, run with one headphone, I never run with both in so that I can always hear stuff around me if people are talking to me or cheering at me, or, um, you know, um, there's a car coming, you know, when I'm not in a race, when I'm um you know when I'm running by myself there may be a car coming so I can still hear stuff around me which is which is great I find that really useful but then I'm just able to put a headphone in and run and listen to music and I tend to change I have a couple of running playlists that I use I kind of have some for steady canter so that when I'm in the zone and I'm just running and running I can listen to some music that's kind of a neutral pace for me um if I try and match my footfalls to the beat that that works quite nicely um and if I'm starting to feel tired and I need a kind of a bit of a mood lift I listen to um, a, a faster based uh, music I don't try and match my footfalls to that music it's a bit too fast but it does raise my energy level and that's the kind of music that I want to sing to and kind of it gets me uh, a bit more inspired gets me a bit more motivated so so music has a real power for me uh, and I'm sure it does for a lot of people um, and you know so you don't need to just use it for exercise although obviously it's useful for that I've just talked about that but there's other uses as well. So uh, when I'm, you know, knee deep in coaching sessions in a day, if, um, you know, if I'm feeling uh, getting a bit tired between sessions, you know, I can just put on music for five minutes, uh, G myself back up again, and I'm good to go equally with my piano le lessons. Um, you know, sometimes you just need to stop, listen to a piece of music and then uh, play it. Sometimes when you're trying to learn a new piece, when it, especially when you're trying to learn a new piece, you can't really practice it effectively until you've, uh, listen to it a whole host of times. So sometimes just taking that stop, pausing, um, especially if you're kind of not getting it and you're finding mistakes and you're kind of becoming a bit demotivated, it can be useful to just stop 
listen to the piece and go again. And so whether you're trying to, whatever you're trying to do, whether you're having a hard day at work, uh, whether you've got a hard day out, um, you know, running kids about places, you know, you're dropping them off different, various different places, whether it's spending time with other family members. Sometimes you just need that two or three minutes to yourself. And, and, and a song is that kind of length that you can listen to and, and uh, either chill yourself out or G yourself up, whichever way you need it to be. Um, which is I find really helpful. So really give that a, a try um, over the next couple of uh, days um, if, if you haven't already, if you're not already familiar with this and you're not already using this practice. Now, talk about the School of Rock. Um, you know, I recommend it. It's a great, great program, especially if you like musicals. If you're not into, too, into musicals too much, then, uh, then don't bother too much of it. But there's a song in particular in there. That I'm just going to play you a few seconds from. It's called uh, In the End of Time. Um, this, this one that I'm about to play you isn't the one from the film. It's from the Broadway um, show. Um, it's the only one I could find easily um, and effectively to play you. But there's a little bit in the middle here that I just want to talk about. So I'm just going to play um, a, f a few seconds of that for you before we get into it. Now the lyrics to that probably don't make too much sense without actually having watched the uh, the film or seen, uh, seen the show. Um, but there, I think there's a couple of lines in there. And when I was listening to it again last night, I was like, oh, this is a brilliant topic for the podcast. So uh, it, it, and the line goes like this. Well, you're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. And I think that's a phenomenal metaphor for whatever it is you're trying to be in life. So, um, you know, we, we're here on the podcast, we're all about living the life that we love, uh, living the dream, etc. So you know, and we talk about happiness a lot on the podcast. How do we take our happiness to the next level? How do we be successful? How do we um, do all these different things? How do we ch achieve the things that we want to achieve? And I don't think we can, uh, you know, that, as that line says, we can't do those things unless we're living those things. So whatever it is for you, whatever you're trying to achieve, if you're trying to be um, in a loving relationship, for example, then you can't be in a loving relationship if you're not living a loving relationship. So, you know, so many of us do things contrary to what we want and what we do that it becomes really difficult to see the success or, or get the achievements that we want to, to, to achieve. It's really challenging. You know, we always, uh, you know, I've talked about it a number of times on the podcast that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I think that's, that's really true. And that, that kind of came to life uh, through those lyrics there for me that if, 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 if we're trying to be successful, then we kind of have to focus on each element of our lives and take, take it up a level and be successful because if we're only successful in one area of our life, so, um, say, um, exercise, for example. So if I'm, if I'm doing my running and I'm only successful at that, but I'm failing in business, I'm failing in relationships, I'm failing in every other aspect of my life, then you're not going to, live that life you're not that you love you're not going to be living the dream you're going to be kind of quite miserable except for when you're doing that exercise that one activity but the other elements of of life are going to be challenging and more difficult so we've got to get around that and we've got to do that by being consistent in how we perform things so we need to bring the same amount of energy 
to all of our activities, even if they're activities that we don't particularly like. And that doesn't mean we have to be the best at everything. It means that we have to be um, successful at everything. And our level of success is personal to us. So my level of success at certain things isn't going to be the same as your level of success at some things. And your level of success at some things is not going to be the same as mine. So, you know, we have to decide what success means for us personally. And then we have to strive for that in each of the areas of our life. So, you know, it might be that success for us, um, you know, is getting eight hours of sleep a night. It might be going for a run a couple of times a week. It might be doing eight hours of business a day. Um, it might be spending some time with family at the weekends. Now, if we can achieve each of those things, then we're going to be living the life that we love. We're going to be living the dream. We're going to be consistently happy. Uh, but if those things aren't quite what we consider success, so maybe our level of success in one of those areas is higher than we're achieving, then we're going to really struggle and we're going to find that really difficult. So we're going to, um, you know, we're not going to be as consistently happy as we could otherwise be. <coughs> Excuse me. So we really have to look at each of those elements um, of our lives and make sure that we're achieving in each of them. So if we're not quite living the dream, if we're not quite as happy as we think we could be, then it's really important we do that self-analysis in each area of our lives and see right where are we falling short of our own expectations. And that's where we have to, to work on. You know, when we're talk when I'm talking to a lot of clients, a lot of coaching clients, we talk about um how they perceive themselves and, and what they do. You know, I, I was uh, it was interesting. I was running uh, in fact, I was hiking the other day with my parents and the dog, and we were down by a river here uh, locally to where my parents live, and we were walking along the river, and as we were walking uh, along the river, there was kind of a, a field alongside it. In that field, there was a load of parkour equipment, so the local council or Marie or, uh, or whoever had put in a load of par parkour equipment for public use, and there was a, a sign on each of the obstacles on how to use it, uh, which was really cool. Um, and I was kind of looking at that and I thought, oh, I quite fancy um, so a, a, a go at parkour. Um, I've never done it before. Um, all my training kind of focuses on my legs, you know, because I do a lot of running. So a lot of my exercise is running based and I don't really do anything upper body wise. Um, I do, you know, do a little bit here and there, but it's not a, an awful lot. And I thought, oh, poor parkour will help with the explosivity of my running. Um, but it'll also give me a little bit more uh, upper body strength and a little bit of a different workout than I would otherwise get so i talked to a friend and i was like oh i quite fancy going and doing some lessons because i know they do it in a lot of gyms you can go and do some kind of intro lessons to see whether you enjoy it or not so i thought i'd go and do that which was cool so i talked to them about that and um that, that was uh they were like well how do you manage to try all these different things and fit these things in and I know because I want to get the most out of life that I possibly can and, and things that I know that I want to try, I immediately schedule them in. So I immediately do them or I schedule them in for some point in the future, because if I don't schedule it in, then I know myself that it's not going to get done. So for me, I have I, cause I'll, I'll forget about these things and I'll think in a year's time when I'm back here again, France is in, I'll be like, oh, I wish I'd have done that. Uh, going and done some of that parkour training. I missed that, which was a shame. So, um, you know, it, it'll, it, I, I have to schedule it in. Otherwise, like I say, I forget and I won't do it. So by looking at things that I want to do and scheduling them in, I can easily keep up with what I see as success because do, trying different things is one of my um, uh, measures of success. Trying new things, staying fit is definitely one of my measures of success and finding new fun ways of doing that is certainly one of my uh, measures of success, one of my achievements that I want to do every year. 
so I do I, can, I talk about it all the time here on the podcast I do a lot of running um I, I do occasionally do some boxing training because I really enjoyed that when I did the um charity fight a few years ago but by finding those new things and looking at them that brings different elements of exercise and more fun to those workouts so by having now got that scheduled in I know that I've got something a I've got something to look forward to and b I'm going to be achieving I'm going to be having some fun doing something hopefully I'll enjoy doing so uh, and I know that I enjoy workouts so even if I don't enjoy parkour itself I'll do a couple of those intro sessions and then I may um, stop doing it if I don't enjoy it so much but if I do enjoy it I'll probably keep it up and try new things so I, I'm consistently trying to cycle through new things to 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 widen what I'm exposed to throughout life. So last uh, last month before I came to France, I'd gone um, to ice skating with my brother a few times. And again, that's complementary to some of the training that I'm doing already to, to my running training. It's training my ankles and it's helping support my ankles. So for me, it's getting me out. It's doing. It's spending some quality time with my brother, having a good chat and a bit of a laugh with him. He's much better than I am, so he gets to enjoy beating me at it. Uh, which is great. And, um, you know, it, we're keeping fit at the same time. So if you want to be something, and for me, uh, and there, those examples I'm talking about being fit, being healthy, you've got to live fit and healthily. So like I say, I schedule those things in. Now for you, that might not be your aim, or you may have a lesser extent of that. And more so, maybe you've got more business goal oriented goals. Um, and that's fine. But so if your, if your kind of big goal is to release new products and sell a certain amount of, of products each year, are you living in a way that enables you to achieve those goals? So are you spending some product development time each week looking at how you can develop new products? Are you spending some time looking at other products that are available on the market to compare them to yours to see what yours is missing or to help you see what the innovation is going to be in the future so that you can see what's coming down the pipeline so that you can adjust and adapt to that those new technologies? Are you spending some time growing your client base each week or each month? You know, so if you're not doing these things, then you're not going to meet your goals and targets. So you're not living in a way that's complementary to what you're trying to achieve. Right. So we need to make sure that we're aligning how we live to the goals that we want to achieve. So if we want to live hardcore, if we want to be hardcore, then we've got to live hardcore, as the song says. So I think that's really important. I think that's a super important lesson. And I think we all need to kind of evaluate that in our lives from time to time, because it's natural to drift off. You know, we we all do it, including myself. You know, sometimes we stop living in, in the way that uh, we want to, to, to achieve the goals that we want to achieve. So, um, you know, sometimes especially if I'm injured, you know, I, I, you know, I'll wind my exercise back because um, I'm injured. So I, I can't do as much. I'm trying to recover, but I actually find it really difficult to get back into that habit to restart that habit again. So I, I can go for a few weeks, months after that injury before I actually get back into it again, before I realize actually I've stopped living in a way that allows me to achieve what I want to achieve. Um, so I'm not living my dream. I'm not living the happiest I am. My mood's dipped more often. I'm not quite in a good a place as I have had been previously or that I could be um, because I'm not doing those things that I know I want to do or need to do um, to be successful. 
So when we feel ourselves in a little bit of a rut, when we feel ourselves not quite as happy as we could be, when we feel that slipping, we can have an evaluation of, of what we're doing to say, right, where are we not living in congruence with the goals we want to achieve? How, how, how can we change our day to day habits to be more in line with what we're trying to achieve? So hopefully that's helped a few people. Hopefully it's given you some uh, some food for thought over the weekend. Just start uh, mulling that over. Um, where where are you not living um, the the right way in terms of uh, what you want to achieve and how you, how you want to live? So and how you want to be perceived by other people, right? So if you want other people to perceive you as happy and not negative, if you want people to see you as fun and not boring, you've got to live a certain way and and. Uh, be a certain way around people and if you're not living to that lifestyle to that um, to those emotions to those uh, those behaviors then people are going to think the opposite or or not think of you how you want them to think of you Um, and while I think it's super important that we don't focus too much on what other people expect from us or what they think about us if we want to be known as happy-go-lucky people, then we have to live in a happy-go-lucky way. If we want to be seen as serious people, then we have to live in a serious way. So we have to kind of reflect what we want from ourselves and make sure that we're living in congruence with that. Hopefully that makes some sense. Hopefully that's helped a few people out. Hopefully it's definitely given you some food for thought. And um, I shall see you in the same time, same place next week. Let's go and live that hardcore lifestyle that we want to live. See you soon.